Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Astroport community call with Eris Protocol. Let's take a listen. All right, all right. Let's start it right now. So, uh, welcome everyone. Um, not too sure where everyone is from, so I'm just going to say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening for uh, everyone uh, who's joining from every points of the earth itself. Um, so I am Max, and I also have my co-host here today, Farmer Tuhal. For those who join him for uh, his lovely threads and also his uh, lovely insights in this court, you probably know Farmer um, being a very active community member. Um, today, I also have Philip from Aries Protocol. Um, yeah. It'd be great for him to just uh, you know walk us through his protocol and essentially, um, this being our first, uh, basically first Astroport uh, community-led uh, uh, Twitter spaces, um, I think it'll be good for us to have Aries protocol today. Um, so maybe, Philip, you can walk us through in terms of your, um, your protocol and a little bit more about yourself as well. Yeah, sure. So I'm Philip. Um, the team is based in Germany. We are near the Munich region. And uh, yeah, we all have a lot of uh, developing experience in traditional finance, um, mostly uh, banking software or something like that for more than 10 to 20 years per person, usually. Uh, so quite senior level uh, developers are there. And we started working on Eris Protocol um, in January. We started creating the idea of Eris Protocol. Uh, the idea was more building a slow burn arbitrage protocol back then when Terra was big. Uh, this slow burn arbitrage was qu quite hyped because you could regularly generate 2 to 3% in arbitrage gains if you cycle through, for example, you swap Luna to Luna X and then you slowly unbound it and you could make about 2 to 3%. And we wanted to automate that as a protocol. Um, and we started working on it and we had the smart contracts ready. Everything was deployed on testnet already. Uh, but then the crash came, and so we we needed to refocus a little bit. And yeah, we, we saw that Larry also just launched uh, his uh, stake, liquid staking protocol on Terra, uh, Terra Classic, um, before the crash. And right afterwards, he, he made an announcement in, in, in the Telegram that he didn't want to continue developing it further on Terra 2. And so we, we, only, we saw a chance for us because Luban Arbitrage is very closely related to liquid staking because we are trading with liquid staking derivatives. And uh, we said, okay, if, if we don't have any competitors uh, against Stata because only Stata um, said they were launching, uh, we said, yeah, we, we, we take it, we uh, bring it over to Terra, uh, try to improve it and rebuild uh, Terra DeFi 
um, on Terra 2. So this is uh, the, the origin story of ARES protocol. Um, and our focus now has shifted a little bit more into this direction of working with yields. So we want to do anything what, that is yield related. So for example, uh, yield investing or yield, using the yield to build a portfolio or something like that. Uh, and we can go into the details later on in the call if, if you like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think last time, uh, those who have done the arbitrage opportunities back in Terra Classic, um, it's still a little bit weird for me to call it Terra Classic, but um, yeah, Terra Classic back in the days, uh, having that one or two percent extra from the arbitrage opportunities are certainly something that everyone's just aiming for, um, especially when you know uh, Safi was just talking about it all the time. Um, it, it was one of those protocols that, you know, it will help us to do the slow burn really well. Um, just, just wanting to know, right, um, what made you uh, think of uh, launching a liquid staking protocol um, after, uh, I mean, because there's only Stata um, during the early days itself. Um, but really, how do you plan to sort of like uh, defer yourself away from, you know, Stata or even, you know, Recently, uh, Prism Protocol just launched their product as well. How do you plan to sort of like uh, develop a product that, that sort of differs uh, from these protocols? Okay, so um, right now, uh, Terra, Terra is quite empty. So it's like a green field. And uh, what, what we will be trying to do is to, to play around um, with the possibilities we have. So, for example, Prism uh, on Terra Classic went for splitting the sea um, lunar token into yield token and principal token and they uh, as far as i understand they will go a similar route um, on terra as well uh, we, we go some different route for example with our amp extractor this is really our first um, attempt or uh, try to split the yield from from the underlying token but in a in a flexible way so we can say something like 10, 20, 30 percent is being donated to another project. So this is really the first generation of this contract because we are still working on it to improve it. And uh, so the next generation, it will support any yield bearing token. Huh? So we not only support AMP Luna, uh, but we will also support something like uh, Luna X or, or C Luna as well. We, we don't really care if, uh, if it's a competitor product we have in there. But we will also um, develop something we call the AMP Compounder. And this is more similar to what the Spectrum protocol doing. So it's auto-compounding um, yeah, auto LPs, uh, but also with a major difference to Spectrum because Spectrum, um, all uh, the technical aspects of Spectrum is that uh, it tracks internally how many tokens or how, how many shares you have of a pool. But we will do it a little bit differently that um, you still have some kind of token because uh, when you have a token, we, we can use it for different purposes. So we will try to, to create this kind of derivative token uh, that will automatically compound the rewards. But this, these kind of rewards can still be used for other products, for, for example, like collateral in uh, stable coins or uh, yeah, lending and so on and also um, allow for extraction. So for example, you can think of, you provide liquidity between Luna and Luna X to Astroport, then you receive the LP. The LP can then be staked through Ares protocol, for example, and you will receive something like AMP LP. And this AMP LP can now be used for collateralization or lending 
or even some kind of yield investing that you say you want to use the yield uh, generated uh, by the swaps to invest in, uh, I don't know, Kuchira, for example, or something else. So we want to provide this kind of flexibility and the tooling around um, our AMP tokens. And this is where, where our speciality will be lying in. Interesting, interesting. That, that feels a little bit like a dollar cost averaging in, right? Using the staking rewards or even yeah. the LP rewards itself. Exactly. This this is also something that we want to go to to go this way. I know there were some bounties in the Last Support community. We all I also have fun uh, developing some kind of bounties because developing bounties is 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 really fun because it's it's not as um, hard in my opinion as developing a full protocol yourself because there are many steps afterwards that are being done by the Astroport team to review it, to get it audited, uh, to launch it, and so on. So developing a product is a lot of work usually, and these bounties that Astroport have uh, are really great to involve the community, and that's why I also uh, went for, for that bounty. Uh, but uh, I saw who, who, who received it again. I don't know it right now. But it, it was really great code, also for learning experience for, for others to see it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's also a hint for Astroport to have more bounty programs, right? Um, for, you know, protocol builders like you to participate uh, and build, you know, features to, to solve um, the protocol's needs in this case. Um, just, just wanting to know a little bit more about, uh, you know, Astroport uh, being part of the the Delphi Labs group itself, um, they are planning to move towards more towards a Cosmos ecosystem. Um, how do you plan, you know, Aries uh, fitting in this whole uh, Cosmos narrative uh, rather than just Terra itself? Yeah. Okay. So in in the next couple of weeks to months, uh, we will focus on on two um, kind of scaling. So we will horizontally scale and vertically. Vertically is what I what I meant before with the different uh, protocols we, we will be launching. And horizontal means, uh, I, I sorry, I hear you t typing. It's a little bit difficult for me sorry. Okay. <laughs> to follow my own thought, you know. <laughs> and vertically means um, we will go to any Cosmos chain out there. So um, our protocols, usually the Cosmos chains right now are very similar to each other. So we have... Um, most of the Cosmos chains are already on, on the newest Cosmosm version, uh, so it's very easy to release something. And the only difference you have is uh, some chains prefer using uh, CW20 tokens uh, and some use Token Factory. And we have both these contracts already ready. And usually porting uh, one of our contracts to another chain is about work from one day to to one week it it, it depends on on the ecosystem how how complex the staking rewards are uh, but it's usually not much work to be done so what we will be doing is we launch amp token amp kuchira amp juno amp osmo over the next months and what we will try to do is also we bring in all these liquid staking derivatives to astropod on terra so we want to have one central liquidity, liquid staking derivative hub where you can have any kind of Cosmos liquid stake token. And this brings huge value to the Terra ecosystem because um, as, a, as a developer, it's, it's a lot easier to integrate a native swap in, in, on-chain if you have it available. 
So of course that there will be some kind of app chains that will automatically move liquidity from one chain to another, but it all all adds complexity. And usually when when you talk about uh, smart contracts and DeFi, complexity is usually a bad thing. So the goal should still be have it as simple as possible. Uh, I, I don't say that that other protocols can't uh, can't be successful do, doing an own app chain, but uh, only that it's hugely useful for the Terra DeFi to have a central liquidity hub where you can trade any uh, liquid staked derivative. Great, yeah. So can can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah all right. So uh, great introduction with regards to what Average Protocol is doing. Uh, so a, a few questions. So just want to know. Uh, what makes Aries Protocol <coughs> different from the other liquid staking derivatives that have launched so far? And in the recent months, we did see many of them launching, such as Stripe, um, Quicksilver, and you know what? What are some of the things that you Aries Protocol plan to do to you know make yourself stand out? Yeah, so you you're totally right. The the liquid staking. Uh market is quite full there are a lot of teams uh, working on it and a lot of different approaches to them as well so our focus is uh, we want to be 100 percent community founded uh, that means uh, we, we, uh, we don't have any big vc backing us uh, it allows us for more flexibility and we, we want to work in a very flexible way and also try the limits of the technology. What can we do with uh, liquid stake token, with the yield um, and so on. And we also don't have any tokens and we don't plan to launch any token. And uh, so we don't want to have this kind of value extraction via token. That doesn't mean that we don't uh, involve the community, but we, we will all do around Mplunar. And this is one of the benefits why we then went to, to launch our liquid staking as well from, from the question previously, uh, because it allows us to do some kind of participation and governance based on Mplunar. So we don't need our own token, but we can just say uh, Luna stakers that use Mplunar will have some kind of protocol rewards and uh, also governance uh, possibilities um, so our focus is really um, providing the most value for the stakers and one of the the biggest things we provide right now is uh, we have a total focus on the terra ecosystem and we want to bring um, all these liquid secondary vets to terra some others for example stride is going more for osmosis uh, so they provide their tokens to osmosis but they also i think kuchira already um, yeah they will probably also go for kuchira to get collateralization for their token yeah that, that's it yeah it's, it's definitely very fresh because uh, you guys are launching without a token which means that <clears throat> most of the other fees that the protocols may incur will likely go back to the stakers itself so i, I think that's actually very fresh it isn't something that is um, commonly seen nowadays. Yeah, so another question for you guys. So uh, why did you guys decided to start out on the Terra ecosystem instead of the other Cosmos chain, uh, like, you know, Osmosis, Atom, uh, even Kujira? Yeah, is there any specific thing about the Terra ecosystem which brought you guys here? Okay, so there there are a couple couple of things. Um, first, uh, I am myself. I'm I'm completely lunatic, and I I was <laughs> over the last year, and I'm I'm still. Uh, sorry if I'm still a, a Luna fan. I don't know, um, but um, 
we, we still chose to, to use Terra as our home base. And uh, we, we can see it. It's, it's a big bet. So our bet is that uh, Terra Luna will still can still grow to its previous height. So we expect it to be around 40 billion in TVL uh, over the years, but it, it will take time to rebuild it. Uh, it will take builders. And what we have seen is the quality of builders on Terra, as well as the tooling around it for Terra apps, is a lot better than a lot of the other co Cosmos chains. Um, so we, we, we just think um, that in the future, Terra will be big again. And we have the advantage of TVL also very, uh, very experienced running this big of a chain. Of course, many can say TF, TFL have failed in their task to run a chain, but um, the crash of, of Terra was not really based on, on the people that ran it. So it's, it's more something like uh, an issue that has been with the code or some kind of bug or exploit that, that happened on, on Terra Classic, but uh, TFL also learned a lot and it's a lot more community focused now. And uh, But they are still here un, uh, supporting us, for example. They, they helped us uh, getting the, and the code audits, the security audits. Uh, so it's really great. Wow, that's, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, totally agree with your views. And also glad to know that you're a lunatic. So I, I guess it's always, uh, once a lunatic, always a lunatic. It's, it's very hard to yeah, move away from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, <laughs> I think one, one, one thing that is often overseen is uh, that Terra is also permissionless. So that means it, it allows for innovation. For us, if, if we, we are on a permission chain, it, I mean, we will also launch on permission chains, something like MCUCHI in the future. Uh, but permissionless means we can try new stuff out very easily, also on the test net and also on the main net. And this allows for innovation. So it, it, uh, it allows us to, to move a little bit faster than on a permission chain. So that's why Terra is also great. And wow. that, uh, yeah. sorry, but one more point I have. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then the next point is the close relation to Terra Classic as well. Because even though Terra Classic is this meme coin, meme community right now, but it has a huge traffic on chain. Um, even, even with the burn, we, we still see a lot of interaction with our smart contracts. Um, uh, and also, I, I think most of you also know on, on Twitter, the, the Terra Classic community is very vocal. It is very loud sometimes. And we shouldn't forget Terra Classic is still a top uh, blockchain and it's still ranked 31 in, in coin market cap. So it's a huge chain with a lot of, of um, yeah, staked coins and, and value in there. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, so uh, I think in case uh, the people here do not know, Aries Protocol has also planned to launch their liquid staking derivative on Terra Classic. Yeah, so... I, I guess you, you did mention the reasons why you want to build. Um, you want to launch your liquid staking derivative on Terra Classic is mainly because of the community and the fact that it's, it's, there, there's still a lot of um, TVL there. Yeah. Is, is there any other reason why you guys decided to launch your product on Terra Classic? Because this is definitely not uh, uh, something that most protocols will do nowadays. Okay, so... The main reason why we went for Terra Classic is really we saw all the apps dying. 
and we, we still saw this huge community and with Lunsi Dao and the Terror Rebels and the interactions on Twitter, it just showed us there are still many, many people there that want to use DeFi apps on Terra Classic. And so we, we just said we, there is no competition right now and it's, it's still no competition on Terra Classic because none of the uh, liquid staking derivatives work there. So we said we launch it here and it, it is for us it's it's a new launch on terra classic so it's it allows us to to deploy the newest kind of contracts for liquid staking and uh, also tap into the community and we also see that in the future they will uh, try to enable ibc again and as soon as they they will uh, enable ibc terra classic will still be part of the cosmos ecosystem so it, it will be connected to any cosmos chain again and also to Terra 2, for example. And this is the time where we can see something like uh, swapping Luna to Luna C or Luna C to, to, to Luna. We will see that happen someday. And we, we just want to be there and we, we want also to be able to provide M C to us support on Terra 2, for example. Wow, that's great. Those are actually very strong points. Yeah. So. Um, are, are there any CEOs of Lungdao here, Luna Classic Dao? Yeah, if so, you guys need to spread the message to Lungdao and get their support for Aries Protocol as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm actually one of the sixty thousand CEOs in Lungdao. <laughs> just <All> saying. Right. <laughs> so just very... just reminding everyone that um, you can actually ask a request to speak. Um, so we'll be opening up for some questions. Uh, for you to ask Philip um, some burning questions that you have. Um, yeah, just just one one thing that I, I have in mind, right, Philip? Um, you launched both Terra Classic and Terra. Um, so how do you plan to juggle between these two ecosystems? How do you plan to um, get them to work closer to each other? Because they seem to have different uh, DeFi users um, in terms of uh, just generally both ecosystems have different communities. How do you plan to marry them both together? Okay, so they are different people, yes. But I, I think what makes Lunatics and Terra2 so special is the people have stayed for a longer time to, to learn the DeFi products. And I don't think if, if you look back for one year or maybe 1.5 years, um, I, I don't think Terra2 was where it is right now. So it means... Um, there were also a lot of people that didn't know how to work with DeFi, and they, but they were all interesting and uh, interested in Terra DeFi. And um, everybody that is still here is still interested, and this is what we try to get. So we we try to bring the community in and also educate them how to use DeFi products, uh, what is liquid staking, how to swap, how to provide liquidity. So it's it's these small steps we try to to bring them closer, and it's it's of course a lot of work. And you're totally right. Right now they are different communities, and uh, we will probably do something like a shared Discord server, uh, but uh, for each chain a different kind of channel where chain specific questions can be asked. But in the future we we will try to merge these kind of communities because uh, we think someone who is on Terra Classic will also be on Terra someday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm using both chains at the moment, although Terra 2 is definitely more used. Um, just just going back to your protocol, uh, I believe right now we only have one uh, liquid staking derivative, uh, Luna X, being incentivized on Astroport. 
I think I think recently you've just raised a proposal to incentivize the pool for uh, M Luna Luna. Um, what are your plans for a deeper uh, M Luna pool for this? Okay, so um, right now we have the issue that the Luna and Luna X pool is quite incentivized, and that means uh, I think it's around fifty to sixty percent APR uh, for for that pool. And of course, it's it's a competitor. Um, this is one hundred percent clear. Uh, but for us, it's it's very difficult to get a hold uh, on the liquidity on Terra if the competitor receives I don't know fifty percent incentivization. So um, we will try to balance it out a little bit and also provide uh, additional functionality around this kind of pool and try to bring in value for the Astropod community. So of course, liquid staking derivatives are useless in them in themselves without utility. So that, that is what we will try to build. We will try to build utility, uh, bring in arbitrage possibilities by by also um, bringing AMP Luna to other systems. For example, Kuchira we will launch soon or Juno. So you can also trade uh, AMP Luna on, on Juno. This will create some kind of arbitrage possibility. And when you have arbitrage traders, they will create volume and TBL. And uh, yeah, so another uh, advantage we will bring, so, sorry, Shaks, do you want to ask something? Yeah, yeah, I have a question it, for you, but um, but I can, you know, I'll just wait. You were in the middle of something, sorry. Okay, no, no problem. Uh, okay, so uh, another thing we will do, we will also share our protocol revenue with Luna. So we will try to make the best APR possible when you use Luna, and by extension, of course, the the same for the Luna Luna LP. So what we will try to do is bring in as much TVL as possible, and then using different products, like for example our AMP compounder, to make it also possible to collateralize these LPs. So you provide AMP Luna Luna to Astroport, and uh, then you can use this LP also for some kind of collateralization uh, in some kind of stablecoin or lending market. Um, right now, we don't have uh, any partnerships with uh, a lending market or a stablecoin provider. Um, this is unfortunate, I, I think. Um, but we really tried, but uh, they will probably launch with some kind of governance in mind. So that means the community of the stablecoin can decide what kind of tokens or LPs or anything can be used as collateral. And uh, of course, we will try to, to get some community work going and also get incentivized there. Great, great, great. Yeah, maybe I'll pass the floor to Jackus. Sorry yeah. if I butchered your name. Yeah. Um, so I just have a question about um, these slow burn ar arbitrages. Are you doing those across multiple chains? Like as soon as I found out about your project, I started staking, um, liquid staking, and uh, some Luna Classic and some Luna. Um, are you doing that on both chains, or is it just Luna because there isn't kind of a tax that kind of eats away at whatever that arbitrage opportunity is? Yeah. So. As you see, I'm talking a lot about liquid staking and yield generation and not the arbitrage stuff. Um, that, that's mainly the reason because for arbitrage, you need volume and liquidity. And initially, when, when we started working uh, in, in January, it was fine. So there was a lot of liquidity, a lot of possibility. Then the crash came and for the last three to four months, 
there was no liquidity or any movement on on some kind of trade. So it it was really boring for, for arbitrage traders um, if if there is not no kind of volatility and especially for something like amp luna luna pools. Um, but with the last, uh, probably most of you also saw luna pumped uh, to I don't know six dollars and went back to two dollars. And afterwards we had arbitrage possibilities of around three to five percent so the the possibility is still there um but uh we we haven't launched the product of course yet um and we will launch it first on terra um but we will also look at the other chain so everything we develop is in cosmvasm and as i as i told before um any contract can easily be ported to another chain so if we see there is a possibility there's enough liquidity to provide to provide the community with an additional value, we will also deploy it on, on that chain. So for example, Luna C, uh, we also see um, the possibility to launch it there. Does it answer your question? Yeah, um, I so I, I don't understand kind of all of liquid staking and all of what you were talking about, um, but, I, but I am liquid staking with you. So I just, um, I'm still kind of learning all of that myself. Yeah, awesome. All right, that's uh, reminding everyone that if you guys have any questions, you can definitely request and we'll put you up to um, have a chat with uh, Philip. Yeah, so let me just go through. All right. No okay, so um, what, what our goal is really, what, what I talked previously about is we want to provide this Terra liquid staking derivative liquidity hub. Because um, for any kind of DeFi protocols, having that liquidity available for swapping, for investment, for portfolio building, and so on, is very useful. And this is the the, the goal we try to do here with uh, also incentivizing it. So we want to build some kind of liquidity pool, somewhere very central in, in the Terra ecosystem, ideally, um, where you have the possibility to integrate very easily. And if if we have this kind of liquidity, uh, on Terra, we can also yeah bring other things in. For example, a mass outpost probably will launch on Terra too. I, I expect, and this mass outpost can then also tap into this liquidity. So you will have some kind of lending market probably around uh, Astroport uh, as well. Right. Maybe I'll pass it over to Rebel. Hi guys, thanks for hosting this space. It's been really interesting so far. Um, hi there, Philip. All right. One one thing I really like about the Eris site at the moment is the AMP extractor. And the one I'm quite keen on is the one where we can go and support Terra spaces. Um, and I think that's really cool, being able to support Finn while also earning revenue for ourselves and we're not like just giving them money, um, just giving them a little bit of yield. I think that's, that's a really nice touch. Um, but I'm just wondering, do you have any plans to add other kind of vaults to support other projects or what other ideas do you have for that section? Yeah, so th this is what I mean. Uh, AMP Extractor is really our first generation of this AMP Extractor smart contract we have because the, uh, we are already developing this next generation and this next generation will allow us to easily deploy it with more projects um, uh, to, sh to also include more different um, uh, liquid staking token so any yield yield bearing token will be able to to deposit there for example amp uh, lps as well and 
when we when we do that, we also plan to to launch some kind of permissionless way to law to integrate projects. So we will do something similar to uh, how uh, Osmosis is doing it. So Osmosis splits the application into two parts. They have the frontier and then the normal app. And the frontier is very permissionless, so everybody can host their tokens. And the same will be done here in in for the AMP extractor. So we will have a UI where any project can just uh, write their data in and just say submit, and it would automatically launch and for on on some kind of frontier page. Uh, we will not uh, separate it away, but behind some kind of toggle show all projects, and then you you can just see every project uh, you can support or wants support in this way. And then of course uh, the projects can still contact us to get listed as a main main project, and we we would just move it there. But this is so so the the goal in, in the next couple of weeks to months, I think. Oh, this is so interesting. Yeah, and then this, in the last generation, the third generation of, of the AMP extractor, it will get a lot more complicated. So this is more something about that what we will develop in 2023. So it's more something uh, of any kind of uh, yield and principle splitting technology. So you can deposit any kind of uh, yield generation token. So also mix it in. So for example, you you create some kind of portfolio and you want to to just throw in all your yield generating stuff into one pot. And uh, outside of the pot, there is always dripping down the yield. And the yield can then be used and you can define something like, oh, I want the yield to be invested uh, 30% Bitcoin, 20% Ethereum, uh, 10% uh, USDC, 20% Astro or something like that. And it will automatically convert all your yield from all your different kind of DeFi products you have in, in, in Terra um, and convert it to, to some kind of portfolio. But uh, as, as you can hear, it's, it's really future work. But all these kind of things we, we try to build will all be around... Uh, they will always need some kind of swapping mechanism. And this is what, what we bring for the Astropod community. So we, we, we will bring some kind of interaction with smart contracts back to Terra. We try to bring in new people from Luna Sea. Uh, we will try to bring some kind of volume um, by trading. Also, uh, our arbitrage trading protocol uh, will also increase uh, trading volume. And uh, our our tools will also use, uh, of course, Astropod pools to to swap. That's, that's interesting. When you are using the yield tokens to extract those yield uh, coming out from it. So let's just say, for example, I'm using a C Luna token, right, or maybe another uh, LST like uh, Luna X. Um, does the protocol basically sell a portion of the the token itself because it actually auto compounds back into the token does it sell it to direct your yield to maybe one of uh maybe a bitcoin or a, a, a ethereum in this case yeah exactly so um the, the the technology works like like this so our smart contracts are um open source anyway so anybody can can look at them um it, it expects this kind of exchange rate so we have the exchange rate inside the smart contract in, inside, in most of the liquid staking uh, derivatives, you have some kind of fixed, uh, uh, no, no, not really fixed, but uh, temporarily fixed uh, exchange rate where you can exchange your um, 
uh, your uh, liquid stake token to to Luna, for example. Um, but this is a slow burn path. But we use mm -hmm. this kind of exchange rate. Anytime the exchange rate changes, we can extract something. So we can calculate the difference of how much is being uh, yeah donated. For example, if you if you donate to Terra Spaces and you you have amp extract 50 percent that means if the if the exchange rate changes from uh, one to 1.1 we can extract 0 0.05 of the the value so that's how it works and then of course if, if we want to use that yield yes we have to convert it so it creates some kind of swap and this kind of swap of course um is again creating some kind of volume, but also it, it will change the exchange rate, for example, for amp Luna to uh, Luna exchange rate. And this is why we also um, developed this counterpart. And this is the slow burn arbitrage protocol, because this would uh, try it in the other direction. And um, when we are this, when we are far down the road, there will be, of course, also possibility to directly interact with our arbitrage protocol so that uh, you can directly um, unstack Amp Luna for a small fixed markup if if the pool allows it, for example. But this is also stuff. It it will all happen in in the next months, quarters, probably. Right, right. You sound on. like you have a huge team behind to to <laughs> run the entire protocol. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we are quite a small small team. We are four people. Uh, I'm doing mostly smart contract stuff, uh, product development. Another one is doing the UI. Uh, another one, a little bit marketing and partnerships. Yeah, but but we we're just having fun in, in developing, really, because uh, we have to say right now it's it's not really lucrative for us doing it, um, especially our way because we don't have any VC. We we, we have uh, quite a fair fee in 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 our opinion, and it's. Uh, we just have fun building Terra DeFi again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate all the builders in uh, wherever it is, right? Whether it's Cosmos, Terra, or even the crypto itself. Um, yeah, so basically, how do you plan to sustain the protocol given that you don't really have a token? Um, you're not planning to launch a token. How do you plan to sustain the protocol? Um, you guys need food. Yeah. Anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, until now, we had the emergency allocation. So the emergency allocation, uh, even even though we, we received quite a small part only of it, but it's it's totally fine because we we also didn't have this kind of roadmap and vision when we started uh, working on it. But it also developed with the community, with with all the talks we had with with community people. And um, yeah, now now we have the, this vision. We want to go for it, and we will continue developing it. And uh, on Terra, there is a huge uh, incentivization to continue building on Terra. So there is still uh, the builder allocation. And initially, it was I think ten percent or something of of the network will go to the builders based on TVL. So right now, um, every builder will focus on creating as much TVL as possible, and this will be a, will be possible for us to be sustainable if if we reach a certain level. Sure. How, how does the TVL for Aries protocol um, drive back the value to the builders like yourself? Like because you don't have a token for that. How do you plan to drive this uh, value back? 
Um, I don't understand your question. So, um, be, I mean, TVL, TVL is always a little bit of fuzzy figure. What does even TVL mean? For us, for example, it means, I don't know, the, the locked value in, in your contract. But of course, there are, is some, some crazy stuff can be done to, to uh, magically, uh, I don't know, inflate your TVL by, let's say, if I wrap Luna for 10 times, I have 10 times the, the Luna amount as TVL. And, and something like this will still need to be discussed uh, in the Terra Builders community. Uh, how, how do we count TVL? What does TVL even mean? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, perhaps uh, maybe I rephrase my question more towards uh, when Aries Protocol captures more, um, you know, Luna into their mm -hmm. protocol itself, how do you extract the fees out and basically direct them back to maybe the protocol builders like yourself? Um, because right okay. now, I'm not too sure whether there's fees involved. and um, Okay. Basically, yeah. Basically, drive to your team. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's uh, there. There's a great um, yeah in in our documentation. We also already updated it now, and there is a section about our fees. So it it, it is great if if most look at this, then they know what I'm talking about. So uh, our amplifier it will be a flat fee of five percent in the beginning. So um, the liquid staking uh, will take five percent of the rewards out and pay to the treasury so then our next projects or our products we will launch will also have some kind of fear but it depends on the project for example amp extractor um, will not charge anything for our own tokens like amp luna if, if you donate to terra spaces using amp luna it will not have any fear but uh, for example if you will use other tokens there will be a very very small fee of one percent for example the, the 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 amount is not yet fixed, but it will be a very small, and uh, it will be paid, for example, to amplify user. So it will increase the uh, uh, it will increase the APR of using Mpluna against other liquid staking derivatives. And then you have the M com compounder. So we will still try to always beat the competition based on our fees. Always be around five percent. Um, and yeah, and always in, also include Mpluna um, as the protocol rewards. And for us, for our sustainability, um, we also have some kind of smart contracts uh, we are working on um, that allow us to split um, the fees, not, not only into the treasury, but split it based on some kind of factor, something like 10% go to operator, and so on. So um, in a, la a later time, uh, we plan to go decentralized. De decentral. So right now we are 100% central. This is probably for most of the yeah for most of the protocols that launch, they will still be very central. And in in the beginning, it's also no issue in our opinion. Um, and later on, we want to give the contracts back to the. Terra community, so it will be uh, based on Terra governance. We will not have our own token. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, if I'm mistaken, you've said something about protocol treasury. How do you plan to use those treasury? Um, do you plan to run your own treasury management? In that case, this is a difficult question because it's 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 far along the way. We we are not sure. yet there that we have to think about managing a multi-million treasury. Um, sure, sure. 
R right now it's 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 not set up um, but all our contracts are always set up in a way that we can move it to governance or some kind of multi-sign wallet is super simple for us to do that later on but yes uh, we will probably move there if if we see fit great yeah so i have a quick question for you guys so uh, airdrop is definitely something that is huge in in the cosmos within terra as well and in the next few months um, Terra stickers, uh, I mean Luna stickers will be eligible for uh, quite a bit of airdrops. So will people who stick uh, with Aries protocol get the airdrops from um, the, the various projects? So this is an easy question. Um, any smart, any airdrop that our smart contract will be uh, receiving, we will automatically claim and auto-compound. Ah, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that would definitely be um, convenient for uh, most of the people. Yeah. This is this is super simple for us to, to implement. Um, of course, I, I know some people might say, uh, we want to keep the, the tokens and um, it, it will still take some time for us developing it always. Um, but it's it's simpler for everyone if, if we just auto-compound them into the uh, AMP Luna. Nice. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Then, then just have a quick check for any more questions at the moment. Okay. Um. I think uh, we should still talk about the proposal. The last five mm -hmm. minutes. So we, yeah. we made uh, two proposals. One is to incentivize AMP Luna Luna liquidity on Terra, and um, it would be great if if we could get support from the Astro community. To, to get this through, um, we, we think it's it's quite a fair proposal because we we, we make it even between uh, AMP Luna Luna and Luna X Luna pools, and it would allow us to to continue building these kind of stuff because it's always an issue for um, for for collateralization. You always need some kind of liquidity, and if you can't, you don't have any liquidity, you don't get any collateralization. And the same way, the other way around. So um, you don't get liquidity if you don't have utility. And this is why it would be really great to get uh, the support of, of the Astropod community uh, to, to get our proposals through. And uh, yeah, the second one is, is similar. So it's incentivizing MPLUNC uh, to LUNC liquidity on Terra Classic. Uh, right now, Terra Classic still needs some major uh, cleanup, and Terra Rebels are um, cleaning up the the um, yeah the, the the code of 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 Terra. Also, trying to remove the old stable coins that, that don't work or the, the Korean stables and so on. Um, but we will also need to clean up Astroport in the future. So we will also create some new proposals uh, on the Classic forum to also remove. Um, pools from incentivation that are inactive or don't have uh, any utility anymore because many projects don't work anymore on Terra Classic. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, being part of the uh, discussion on, on Astroport forums itself, uh, I think having com competition with uh, Luna X is going to be a good thing for the Terra community. Um, sort of like spreading the the different LSDs around Terra would be beneficial to different protocols because right now we only have one uh, incentivized pool 
um, which is, well, I mean, it, it's good in a way, but end of the day itself, uh, it can be detrimental if we uh, centralize all the Luna to just one protocol. Yes. So uh, in that case, um, since we are close to an hour right now, um, if there's any other questions from the community, please feel free to request. Um, but yes, uh, maybe I'll just wait for a minute to see whether if there's anyone who's any have any other questions. Yeah, and also just to add on to what uh, Philip has said. Yeah, so if you like what Aries Protocol is doing, do head over to the Astrobot forum. There are two proposals that have been written up which includes um, incentivizing the M-Luna, Luna liquidity pool on Astropod, and the M-Luna C, Luna C liquidity on Astropod Classic. Yeah, you know, if you like what Aries is doing, do remember to support them. <clears throat> if you feel that they receive, they should receive more incentivization uh, as compared to Luna X, also do comment um, in the forum as well, yeah, so that they get the support that they need. Right, we have a question from uh, Shino Man. Over to you. Hey everyone, um, great job. Uh, with Eris, been been waiting for it for a while. Um, I was um, I wanted to ask. So you guys have a, a whitelisted number of validators that you are using to stake the the, the Luna with. Uh, how does one validator actually apply to be part of that whitelist? Uh, what are the the requirements, etc. And also wanted to give a little, um, how do I say this? A little plug, let's put it like this. Uh, if you guys wanna take advantage of uh, arbitrage opportunities between Amp Luna and Luna, you can already subscribe to price alerts on uh, Hermes protocol and that is available. I'm just waiting for the team to confirm the LUNC uh, pairs because they're not verified on CoinHall, so I didn't wanna add them on our project. Um, but yeah, so that question about the whitelist validators and also the little, uh, update <laughs> about the, the price alerts. Okay, so um, we, we have a, currently also a central approach um, of how validators are getting listed. So we have an application form and we usually onboard one to two new validators um, each month. So we will expect to, to uh, increase the number of validators as well. Um, for us, it's very important that uh, we further improve decentralization. So we try to avoid validators that are being hosted by by a different party, for example, or um, validators that have uh, too small of an operating team. So we, we very much look at the network topology, how they set up their validators. So this is all part of, of what we want to provide um, as a liquid staking derivative provider. And um, it's our responsibility that we choose the right validators. And um, we also need to vouch for them in some kind of way because we, 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 yeah, we incentivize using them really. So we always check this. Um, we also try to ask, of course, questions about how can they support Ares protocol in growing. So for example, providing liquidity on, on some kind of swaps is always good uh, to, to, to get also listed. Um, but it's, it's the overall package that has to, to, um, to fit, really. It's very community driven in our opinion. So we try to focus on everybody who is, uh, yeah, very vocal in the community, helping out, providing tools, um, 
something for uh, a good example for example is uh uh so sorry i don't know his his real name but 7183 um he's one of the catapult guys i'm always active in developer rooms helping other developers uh, building apps for terra um, is open for questions and so on so this is great for for a community validator for us well um in our case we've literally built almost all of the communities on on discord at least for for terra and we're also providing a free tool uh, hermes protocol uh not only that yesterday i took a look at the the signatures for most validators on terra i, I used the smart stakes um table uh, and i noticed there were 10 validators this is almost 10 percent uh that that had a current sign percentage lower than 90 percent we're talking about a whole bunch of validators that are actually being slashed if i'm not mistaken because they are not signing uh, the, the blocks as they should while us with Hermes Protocol, we have always had 100% uh, sign percentage, and we get almost no kind no support from uh, platforms like this. Uh, I mean, this is not a rant or anything. It just I, I want I want us to be on people's radars a little bit more. Um, also, we have already filled out the form. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, we and we of course we are providing um, Aries protocol, of course, with the price alerts. And we have some more stuff aligned, uh, like, for example, uh, an alert whenever Terrace Spaces gets more delegations to his pool. Uh, I think that would make a really interesting Twitter bot, for example, that can be fed with our alerts. Um, and, you know, uh, more stuff can be added, of course. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I'm not just asking this for ourselves, of course. I mean, I'm doing this uh, question as a broad area. So if, uh, let, I don't know if LunkDAO, for example, is uh, added on the list or not, but if uh, if, they, if they are not, then, you know, they need to understand what they need to do in order to, to get the get whitelisted. So yeah, uh, I, I think you answered. So it's the, it's a form and you look at the, the team structure, uh, et cetera. So, okay. Thanks for the, the answer. Yeah, no problem. Right. Thanks. Thanks for the question. So um, yeah, I think that's where uh, we wrap this up. Thanks so much for your time today, uh, Philip, um, for running us through the, the, the lovely protocol that you have. And also thanks to the Astroport team for allowing myself and also Farmer to uh, co-host this uh, first community call for everyone. All Thank right. you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Astroport community call with Eris Protocol, recorded on Saturday, October 1st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And I should also mention, if you head on over to TerraSpaces.org, on the menu, you'll see a thingy. It says Eris. If you hit that, it'll take you over to the Eris Protocol Vault for TerraSpaces. Pretty sweet. Stake your Luna, direct the yield to us, and uh, everybody's happy. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back, doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out. 
out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties Huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Small, many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time Randy listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist Can't say they're making pennies, pennies, pennies per play how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to Another day, another lesson. Living in the it dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music Spaces.